you, Georgia. Thank you, thank you, yes. thank you, Georgia. Yes. This is Thanks. Kimball. Yes. Yeah. the show. We've got Amanda in the UK. How you doing, Amanda? Good uh, morning to you. It is uh, it is uh, Thursday morning there. I keep forgetting that. Uh, thank you. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Doing, doing good and surprised by today's current events, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we have we have a lot to we have. Uh, how you doing, Cornell? Let me. Hey, how you doing, Andy and Amanda? All right, thanks. It's hey, been real busy. It's been a very busy day today on the news. Uh, following it, break a lot of breaking. We have breaking news happening right now as we're doing the show. We're going to start diving right into it in our 90-minute presentation today. We have so much to go over. We're also going to be you know, kind of staying. Uh, Staying to our, our show format and introduce some uh, some music. We're going to be actually showing in advance of Stephen Joseph's indie song picks, singer songwriters picked by uh, the very talented and uh, um, and I guess our new our new guest on the show, Stephen Joseph, who's producing this indie series that we talked about earlier. We're going to give you a preview of what that's about on today's show. And so we're going to play some other music, but we do have an awful lot of uh, news to talk about between Georgia and what happened. Uh, in Washington D.C. today, uh, it's just uh, boy oh boy. You know, we have 90 minutes, and we probably take probably take you know the three-hour show. We're still not able to get it all in today, but we're going to do our darndest. Um, yeah, so, uh, Andy, because it's, it's still the current. It's still going on. <laughs> it's still going on. We're following, and what I have is breaking here now. Uh, currently coming off the wire uh, here at our Coast to Coast Studios is that the First Lady, Chief of Staff, and former White House Press Secretary resigned today over violent protests and that would be stephanie grissom who's the former white house communications director and the press secretary and current chief of staff or former first lady um she's not former yet she will be how do you say that the outgoing outgoing how do you say that for outgoing 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 i just told but, but okay outgoing um <laughs> first lady <laughs> she's not former yet i guess wishful thinking eh? Uh, Melania Trump submitted uh, her recognition, that is Stephanie Grissom, uh, Wednesday afternoon, and that's effective right now in the wake of the violent protests. Um, Grissom was one of the longest-serving Trump administration officials, having begun her tenure working for the uh, candidate Donald Trump back in uh, 2015, 16, right in there, and she was a uh, kind of like a press wrangler back then on the, on the campaign trail. The White House as Deputy Press Secretary under uh, Sean Spicer. We all remember him. who followed uh, Trump's word that the uh, uh, that his acceptance inauguration was the largest crowd in history, but was one of the smallest actually. And uh, he, everybody had a lot of fun with that. And Saturday Night Live segment, you'll never forget. But anyway, so she came into the White House uh, with Sean Spicer, um, and then in March 2017, Ronnie Trump hired her for her East Wing staff. So she resigned. Uh, there's going to be there's so much to talk about regarding what happened in Washington today. So I figure what we'll do before we address what happened in Washington today was talk about what we were originally going to do um, on our show uh, before we knew any of this was going to happen and talk about what happened in Georgia uh, last night, and um, which was kind of exciting, kind of exciting. Uh, yes, yes. So we know that. Um, I mean, I was I was in my somewhere I guess you'd call it gut in my mind in my whatever just an overall feeling. I had a premonition the Democrats are going to win in Georgia. I just had a feeling, you know. Although I in the real world I kind of felt that no way it's the South it's Georgia. 
but I, I knew two things. A, the ground, the grassroots ground efforts, and that's how candidates become elected. You know, it's that gra- grassroots, you know, go out and make it happen person to person, you know, old-fashioned uh, campaigning, you know, and that's, yeah. I don't care how much somebody spends on TV. If you don't have the grassroots ground, you know, uh, put your boots on and go make it happen network, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I don't care what you spend on TV or radio. Um, and they had, uh, thanks to Stacey Abrams, had just an incredible ground operation in Georgia. Um, and I guess uh, approximately budget been $180 million to su- support that ground effort. It didn't hurt by any means. But um, we thank you to Stacey Abrams and all the people, all the volunteers, all the staff, um, everybody who contributed down in Georgia to make this incredible dream come true. Uh, my gosh, there, there aren't enough thank yous to go around. Um Anyway, so yeah. Um, yeah. that was incredible. And uh, so we know that um, I guess what, you know, John Ossoff was the kind of, was the question that was real close, you know, uh, uh, Purdue. I, I kept referring to Purdue as Frank Purdue, and I, I, that you guys reminded me, that's the chicken guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah. <laughs> you know what, Andy? Didn't he look like a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was the, uh, yeah, that was the uh, that was the chicken guy, Frank. But anyway, uh, John Ossoff, and and Purdue was like a political icon in in Georgia um, for a while. Pretty well respected guy, actually. And uh, and John Ossoff called called him on his uh, on his shit, for lack of a better word, in in some of his uh, financial uh, maneuverings in the stock market and so on, and uh, and actually had him for lunch during the debate. To the point where, in the second debate, uh, Purdue didn't even show up. John Ossoff did, so uh, Purdue had an empty podium. So the debate was John Ossoff with John Ossoff. Wonderful debate, one-man debate. It was great because he held well, his right hand up uh, as one half of him and his left hand up on the other, and he just kind of had the two hands battle it out. It was wonderful to see. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, I think there's no, I think there's no, but really, no. I'm
was going to um, really keep the Republicans voters more at home than, than he did. You know, people are just kind of getting fed up with this with this crap and his lies and his his you know baseless his baseless alternative reality that is in his world is his truth, which we've talked about so many times on the show. Uh, Amanda, I'd love to have first of all, I want to apologize, Amanda, on behalf of the United States for our behavior oh, today. Oh, your behavior. <laughs> well, uh, it doesn't affect me directly, I guess. I mean, I, I, in a sense, it does. I mean, to say that is a bit unfair, I guess, because it is, it's just affecting everybody. But I mean, you, the fact that you're like stepping up and apologising to to me and uh, I guess everybody else listening—that's that's a sweet thing to do, Andy. But it doesn't rest all on your shoulders, darling. It really doesn't. <laughs> It's, it's, it's I, me and Andy was talking earlier. We still can't believe what ha- what happened when they broke into the Capitol. I, I, I that's history. I this is I don't I don't get it. I still my brain is like really. Yeah, yeah. There's some um, big opinions from uh, Boris Johnson and um, politicians here who uh, have said that. Um, They've expressed how disgusted and concerned for the example that the U.S. is presenting. Um, that Boris Johnson has said that the U.S. stands for democracy around the world and that it was vital that there should be a peaceful and orderly transfer of power. And our Home Secretary, Priti Patel, commented saying the scenes are unacceptable and undemocratic and there is no justification for this violence and Donald Trump must condemn it. And then Labour's deputy leader, Angela Rayner, has said the violence that Donald Trump has unleashed is terrifying and the Republicans who stood by him have blood on their hands. So, you know, there's a lot of um, concern from everyone uh, here as well as I should imagine other countries as, as to what's happening there. And I feel for you all truly, truly do. It's, it's, uh, it was just utter shock, utter shock. And these, you know, I don't even think, you know, the, the folks that did this, it, it, I think, I believe, is to be true, were, were just out to create some trouble. They were they're anarchists, they're troublemakers, uh, they're Trumpies, they're Trumpers for sure, but I think there's yeah. more to it than just being, supporting an outgoing president and believing yeah. that the election was stolen. It just seems to me that there was more to it than that. And of course, we heard that uh, you know they broke in, and you know, God, there's so much. Where do we begin with all this? They, they broke in freely into the Capitol building, and it was brought to my attention today. And we yeah. started thinking that Black Lives Matter had a protest, and they came anywhere near the Capitol. Do you think they would have gotten in? Think they would have right. even come close to getting in? Yeah. Yeah, and these and these folks just walk right up the steps, push the police aside, and walk right into the Capitol like they owned it. Taking videos, oh, taking video. pictures, started knocking down walls, started breaking the glass. Um, you know, they had to vacate uh, the, the Congress and the Senate um, and the, the media uh, to protect the quarters uh, around the Capitol area, the Capitol building. Uh, right. And uh, uh, the uh, and upon breaking in, a lot of people tried to break in, and uh, I believe one of the uh, uh, police or Secret Service uh, shot. Well, I, I don't know yeah. how it happened. But the details aren't there, so I'm not going to go ahead and leave that. Yeah. Didn't a lady get uh, shot too? Yes. Uh, well, yeah. This, she got shot, shot in the neck, uh, rushed into an ambulance, and we just found out recently that she has died. Mm-mm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
crazy. Uh, Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah. Not, not to, um, you know, say that, you know, this is, this is, this, you know, we live in America and I know you live in um, UK, Amanda. And nothing again, you know, it's like, Andy, I would never <laughs> really think this was what happened in our country. Yeah, I, I, I get you, Corner. I mean, if it happened here, I think everybody would be shocked and terrified because um, it's not it's not something any of us here would ever foresee happening here. Um, yeah. But then we haven't had someone like Trump uh, causing, I want to say causing, and maybe that's accusation, uh, but, you know, he's used to part with a lot of things. Um, yes. And, you know, people are supporting his actions and his words. So he's responsible yes. for everything he's spoken and, and shared and and his actions. So that holds him accountable for um, a big part of this, this situation, if not all of it. And so if we had somebody like that here causing the same kind of damage, um, then, yeah, well, I guess we would expect something on the horizon happening. But still, it would still be a shock, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, it's unbelievable. And the, uh, you know, they finally, you know, this, the uh, capital, they're they calling for reinforcements. Uh, you know, yeah. police were uh, were summoned late. You know, late, late in the late in the year. Uh, we'll take a call here on the um, Andy and Amanda show and go into the conversation as many of you know. Our seven hundred and fifty. For listeners and follows around the world, the number is one. If you're calling internationally, 515-605-9888. You want to go with the caller or not? The speaker's going to go right to the button here and let me find the right one. Here we go. Hey, hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. You're on the internet. Hey, how you doing? Hi there. Hey, is this Bruce? It is Bruce. How are you, Andy? Hello, doing all right, man. Thanks for coming on board the show. Hey, Bruce. My pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hey, how you doing? I, I wish I wish it was, you know, a more exciting day to come on board and ha you know, there's nothing really to talk about, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> same old, same old. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. I know. Can I say that? Yes. Yeah, 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 you can say anything. This is internet. This you can say what the hell. <laughs> we probably holy, uh, holy fucking shit, what a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's interesting? I don't know. I, I mean, I'm coming in late. I don't know if you've probably already been talking about this, and you probably want to talk about sports or, or the weather by this point, <laughs> but um, I, I think it's amazing that uh, our democracy has held. Right. We've we've had challenges in the last couple of days that just, you know, who would have expected? But uh, our democracy is, seems to be holding uh, yeah. against all that. And that's something to actually be be proud and happy about. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we're proud and happy. But the dismay and utter shock that what occurred today at the, at the, at the encouragement of the president of the United States, who's supposed to stand up and be proud and, and protect this republic and this democracy, is, is so overwhelming. 
that that you're right, and and, and what you said is, is definitely important to be noted. I'm one of but, those glass half full people, I guess, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yes, there's yeah. enough glass half empty or 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 totally empty uh, people uh, out there, and you can hear them opining on all other media, but. Uh, I guess I'm focused on the positive element of this. And, yes, we have a president who basically incited a violent riot today um, and, and the vandalism of one of the, one of the you know, most important buildings uh, in, in our nation's history, right, in our government. Um, but uh, he wasn't able to thwart the election outcome, which right now the count is taking place, and that will be ratified tonight. And he's got an expiration date. He's got a sell-by date, after which um, he can still incite, but he won't have the power to do very much. He will be in the rearview mirror of history and, uh, I believe, shunned and ignored. Even Twitter today shut down his account, which um, was a ballsy move, you know, four years in the in the making, they should have done it four years ago, or three years ago, or two years ago, or last Tuesday. They should have done it ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I deleted yeah, yeah. my Twitter account in 2016 after he was allowed to lie and spread fear and hate and racism and other things uh, without without being uh, 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 challenged by Twitter. So I, I haven't had a yeah. Twitter account, but. I'm gratified that today they finally found a pair of testicles in that organization and <laughs> yeah and and did the right thing yeah um you know i it, it it's it's too little too late but even even twitter is now can be said to be more courageous and patriotic than the republican party <laughs> so uh uh there's there's that uh yeah. they didn't win me back because they'll probably allow him back you know, to open his account again in 24 hours and he'll go on lying and, and misleading and inciting on that platform mm-hmm. as he everywhere else. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's really interesting that uh, we have managed to withstand uh, his, all his attempts to bring down our democracy. And, uh, uh, and we should never have been that challenged. Uh, but having been that challenged and and survived it, I think that's that's something to feel good about. Even as we might want him drawn and quartered or impeached again, or you know yeah. the 25th Amendment activated, or a lot of things that probably won't happen as the clock runs out, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Who else, is on, Who else yeah. is on your show other than you, Andy? I'm hearing other voices. Uh, do you? you what cool are you drinking? <laughs> oh, no. So Mexico, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Very blessed. Australia. Very blessed. 
That's very really? cool. If I'd known, I would have I would have dressed better for this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no. Not as you always say, come as you are. Come as you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I always. Um, well, well, that's uh, hi Amanda and, and hi. Uh, uh, hi sweetheart. Yeah, this, it's very cool what you guys are doing, and uh, thank, you. Um, thank you. And that you're attracting a global audience is very cool as well. So. Amanda, really my, thank you. Amanda, she does and Amanda and I have never met. She's my internet girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And, and Amanda, how do you feel about that designation? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk about it on the next show. <laughs> there's, there's the cliffhanger that'll have us all tuning in. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Must listen radio. I go along with it, Bruce. I go along with it, if I'm honest. You know, it's a, it's a lot of fun, and uh, we have a, a good banter between us and, and a, a good laugh. But I think uh, our listeners enjoy the uh, the uh, internet relationship that Andy and I have. Bruce, you need to know that that Amanda, you know, has encouraged one thing in my life since we've met here on on their show. We've actually met on their show. And, and this is probably the best advice she's ever given me right here. It's going to have good sex for the rest of their life. Yes. Um, through the God, internet. Andy. Andy, Andy. Um, you met on the internet. That you know that might be uh, that, that could be the next love. thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> computer love. <laughs> you could. I, I met my wife on the internet. For that That's matter. Right. That's right. So oh, there's that. That's That's right. You know, it's funny because Amanda and I did popular requests. I guess we requested ourselves, but that's popular enough. My popular request. <laughs> Uh, Amanda, Amanda and I are going to start giving uh, uh, relationship advice, you know, uh, uh, yes. you know, for you know, people have, you know want to discuss intimacy or dating or you know meeting guys and girls, and we're going to start that segment on our show uh, soon because we're both such renowned experts in the matter. <laughs> <laughs> we say, oh my. <laughs> We have so much fun. Yeah. I love it. But the one thing, the one thing I always like to, to say is the one thing I always want to say. It will be a woman. You like that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, um, uh, Bruce, I want to have you uh, stay on, if you don't mind, unless you need to go. I want to have you, because what we're going to do now is play, uh, some of you might know that Trump did encourage the mass riot, the chaotic event that happened in Washington today. He encouraged it um, with the speech that he gave prior to the, the march on the Capitol, and he encouraged everybody to walk through the Capitol, and he said if you will be joining him, of course he didn't. But we have a segment of that uh, speech that we put together um, uh, followed by a little music, and, uh, and I, Bruce, hang in here and take a listen, and, and if you have the time, we'll, we'll join right after. Uh, okay. And I was told by the real pollsters, we do have real pollsters, they know that we were going to do well and we were going to win, but I was told if I went from 63 million, which we had 
four years ago to 66 billion, there was no chance of losing. Well, we didn't go to 66, we went to 75 million, and they say we lost, we didn't lose. You got to pick a pocket or two. And by the way, does anybody believe that Joe had 80 million votes? Does anybody believe that? Democrat Joe Biden has defeated Donald Trump to, of course, become the 46th president of the United States. He's gotten more votes than any other U.S. president. Expectations are high, Rafael. More votes than any other U.S. president and actually more votes than uh, Donald Trump. More uh, also uh, votes in the uh, Electoral College than Donald Trump back in 2016. In 2016, Donald Trump won with... uh, 304 votes. It's going to be probably 306 by the end of this election. He had 80 million computer votes. I cannot accept that course of action. It's a disgrace. There's never been anything like that. You could take third world countries. Just take a look. Take third world countries. Their elections are more honest than what we've been going through in this country. According to the United Nations, it no longer judges a country by a particular stage that it is at in its development. It's a disgrace. Sick, stupid, ridiculous, obnoxious, vulgar, disgusting, whatever the case may be. It's a disgrace. Even when you look at last night, they're all running around like chickens with their heads cut off. (laughs) Nobody knows what the hell is going on. There's never been anything like this. We will not let them silence your voices. We're not going to let it happen. Rudy, you did a great job. He's got guts. You know what? He's got guts, unlike a lot of people in the Republican Party. He's got guts. He fights. I am the greatest. He fights. And I'll tell you, thanks. And I hope Mike is going to do the right thing. I hope so. I hope so. Because if Mike Pence does the right thing, we win the election. All he has to do... you got to pick a pocket or two. All in, this is, this is from the number one or certainly one of the top constitutional lawyers in our country. He has the absolute right to do it. Having sex about three to four times a month. We're supposed to protect our country, support our country, support our Constitution and protect our Constitution. States want to revote. The states got defrauded. They were given false information. They voted on it. Now they want to recertify. They want it back. All Vice President Pence has to do is engaging in more sex. To recertify. And we become... And you are the happiest people. And I actually... I just spoke to Mike. I said, Mike, that doesn't take courage. What takes courage? Makes the Sphinx the seventh wonder. Courage. That takes courage. And then we're stuck with a president who lost the election by a lot. You know, they wanted to uh, get rid of the Jefferson Memorial. You'll see some really bad things happen. They'll knock out Lincoln, too, by the way. They've been taking his statue down. But then we signed a little law. They want Rudy Giuliani back in New York. We're gathered together in the heart of our nation's capital for one very, very basic and simple reason. Well, it is the most exciting hour of Fantastic Prizes.
is the fabulous 60-minute Price is Right. To save our democracy. You know, most candidates on election evening, and of course, this thing goes on so long, they still don't have any idea what the votes are. We still have congressional seats under review. They have no idea. They've totally lost control. They've used the pandemic as a way of defrauding the people in a proper election. This is behind door number one, or door number two, or door number three. Number one, I said, that's good, but what about eight weeks ago? You know, they try and get you to go. They said, sir, in four years, you can be a millionaire and never pay taxes. You're guaranteed. I said, I'm not interested right now. Do me a favor. Go back eight weeks. I want to go back eight weeks. Let's go back eight weeks. This is a story about a man who attempts time travel. He proposes the idea to a group of friends at his home, but they dismiss the idea due to a lack of understanding. Which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? They say in Harlan County, there are no neutrals there. You'll either be a union man or a thug for J.H. Blair. Which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Until this battle's won Tell me which side are you Show. We're at 515 605 9888. If 
you're calling internationally, of course, dial one first. Anyway. So here's what we learned. I'd rather listen to Pete Seeger than Don Donald Trump any day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> number one. That's number one. What I say is what I say. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah. We should put that in there. You bet. <laughs> I also find the uh, lollipop kids clip rather amusing. Yes, yes. Oh, that's good. So, like Bruce, 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 my name is Cornell. How you doing? Hey, Cornell, are you the same Cornell that was on uh, the Zoom for Andy's birthday? Yes. What's up, dude? Hey, man, how you doing? I like you. How you doing? I'm doing You were great. highlighted to Zoom, man. I love your voice. You got a great radio voice. Oh, man, truly appreciate that. Um, Andy gave me, um, he taught me how to talk like this. <laughs> I think what you just said is very important. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. So tell well, about I'm not sure you can take credit for all that, but but that's very nice of you to offer it. Um, Thank you. Yeah. truly appreciate you. So tell us about this. It's great to have a good first. voice for uh, for radio. I have a good face for radio myself. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> we're we're good together. <laughs> These people are yeah, man. I'm sorry you played so much Trump, but you redeem yourself by playing Pete Seeger, who I was lucky friend. enough to meet when I was 16 years old and to have a friendship uh, that lasted until the end of his life. And uh, uh, he was he was one of my real heroes and and a uh, an outspoken champion for what's right and fair and just and kind. Yes. And uh, uh, and so uh, again, you redeemed yourself playing. Which side are you on at the end of that man's bullshit? <clears throat> yeah, 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 we have to. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, he, he's, and we have, we, oh my gosh, we've been having a lot of fun. You know, what we've talked about after the election was, because we've been having so much fun with Donald Trump's speeches, is that now what we're going to do? Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, better come up with some new material. Better, somebody better be out there. Uh-oh. Oh, there will always Uh-oh. be something to talk about, Andy. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I want to hear about Bruce. Tell me about you, Bruce. Oh, let's see. Uh, uh, what can I tell you? You know, uh, born in a log cabin in Illinois. No, that was Lincoln. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm I'm a Jewish kid from Long Island. I'm uh, oh, I'm in my mid sixties, and I live in Woodstock, Shalom. New York. And uh, where if you hit if you throw a stone you will hit a musician, uh, which is how Andy and I met. I threw a stone, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I uh, I'm a I was PR born and marketing and communications professional uh, in my in my work life and uh, and then in the rest of my life I'm I'm a do-gooder. I'm a relentless do-gooder. I I sit on the board of a of a uh, a, a social service agency here in Woodstock, New York. That's uh, now the largest social service agency in the county. Here, we we uh, we manage and maintain and run homeless shelters and domestic violence oh, shelters. Awesome. Two of each of those, and a, a youth shelter, and feeding programs for kids and the elderly, and drug treatment programs, and programs for those coming out of incarceration and reentering society. That's and great. And we have the, the uh, we have the 
longest continually operating uh, 24-7 hotline and text line, crisis hotline in the United States now in its 51st year. Um, so we have a, we have a, a number, toll-free number. You can call or text uh, with any kind of problem or crisis, and we have trained professionals around the clock, 365 days a year, uh, to, to help you out and, and provide you with uh, all the resources that you might need, no Bruce, matter what the it number? is. We would love for the people to hear that. What's the number? Well, no, it's it's for Ulster County, New York. So I don't want to give it to people in uh, Australia and uh, and the UK. It's it's not a, a international uh, uh, number. It, it's if you're in Ulster County, New York, we got you. Uh, if you live somewhere else, there's probably some variant of what we do where you are. Um, we believe folks. Uh, who need help should get help, and that's a that's. Hey, the, the, you hear that? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that turns oh, quick. So, um, so I do that, and I'm also uh, uh, a Red Cross volunteer. I'm, I belong to one to the world's largest humanitarian organization, uh, where 95% of the work gets done by volunteers like me, and. Um, um, I wear a couple of hats there, but we mostly uh, help people when there's been uh, when they're when they're having the worst day of their lives, when they've lost everything in a house fire or apartment fire, or yeah. when it's a big weather event like a hurricane or a flood, uh, or uh, God forbid a mass casualty event, which we're trained for, and we hope we never have to use that training. Uh, although yeah. it's pretty similar to some of the other kinds of incidents that we respond to. We hope yes, to not have true. to use it then. And I started my Red Cross career uh, after 9-11. I was at Ground Zero for four months um, running wow. one of the two Red Cross-run uh, operated respite centers, providing uh, all kinds of logistical support and, and food and drink and first aid and supplies to people who were involved in the rescue and recovery effort and then the uh, cleanup, which took that's so time. wonderful. That's very wonderful. And uh, I, I took some years off to raise uh, my daughters, and, and uh, they're in their 20s now. And so a couple of years ago, I went back to the Red Cross and got all kinds of training and uh, yeah. became a disaster action team member and now a supervisor. And I'm on the media affairs or public affairs team. So uh, when I'm on, on call there, and there's a big fire like we've had tonight in uh, Yonkers, New York. I'm the media contact, so radio and TV reach out to us for quotes about what we're doing. We've had a fire tonight where 27 apartments lost everything. Um, and oh, my and God. The, the people in those apartments, are uh, they've, they've lost everything, and a good number of them, about a dozen of them, are being treated in a hospital for smoke in- inhalation and or other injuries. And... Uh, I'm waiting for that to get sorted out now, and when I do hang up on you, I'll be conducting virtual interviews uh, with a number of those uh, victims so that we can provide them with uh, uh, various kinds of assistance. We we do provide financial assistance, so they'll they'll all be staying in hotels or motels tonight. Oh, those that who is don't, great, and, man. Those who don't and have family or friends. Anything we can do for you on the Andy and Amanda show, let let us know, please. We are very we love doing it, right, guys? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We're all about the people yeah. and you know helping out and 
trying so to I can, I, here's one thing I can say for your international global audience is that wherever you are, there's a Red Cross. We're in just Absolutely. about every nation on earth, and uh, yeah. we always need volunteers. Find out where your local Red Cross is. Take some training. You'll meet you'll meet some of the best people you've ever met because, like me, they all have that gene that that uh, uh, where where they're not happy unless they're helping somebody else out. And uh, and it's the best uh, it's the best non-paying job you'll ever have. Uh, and it's you. and it's the best you'll ever feel uh, doing something for somebody else uh, when they cannot repay you or or do anything back for you. Yeah. Uh, that's so, the best film right there, Bruce. That's yeah, the best yeah. film. It's, 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 it's good for everybody. Um, it really it's as good for me as for the people that I help, and and uh, 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 it's worth doing. So there's something for your international audience. If you got some free time every now and then, um, there's a way to do something for somebody else and make yourself feel pretty damn good in the bargain. Yes. Incredible. Truly appreciate That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, very yeah. awesome. Yep, yep. It's a true inspiration. Definitely. This is the Andy Demander Show. Our number here is 515-605-9888. And uh, Bruce, we want to thank you for joining us today. And you're certainly welcome to hang in. We're going to be we – have, we have some news to get to, some audio clips to get to, and some more music to get to. And we're going to try to get through it all. Is, is anybody by any chance monitoring uh, – because I pretty much uh, have switched hats here. But is anybody monitoring – what is going on in the Capitol right now regarding the... Uh, oh, yeah, Andy, I checked it out right now. They're having a barbecue in the back. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving right along. Somebody All held right. Mitch McConnell's feet to the fire, evidently. <laughs> he made a speech that sounded like a Democrat could have made it. He said, we're going to ratify the election results tonight. He said, the people who tried to support this... Donald Trump Failed. is begging. He's begging and crying. Good. That's how we like him. <laughs> Facebook if we nice can't get him to hang upside down at a gas station like his idol Mussolini, then the next best thing is for him to be crying. Yes. Uh, Facebook yeah. is going too far screen. now. Facebook's just yeah, going Twitter. Just unreal. And look, he was so quiet. The whole, just, and we're going to play, as a matter of fact, we have time. We have... Uh, I don't know how many of you may have caught or listened to, seen, watched, heard um, Joe Biden's address today, um, which was spectacular. Um, we have that here, and we're going to play that for you in case you did miss it. We also have uh, I, what I think was Mitch McConnell's best speech he ever gave on the Senate floor um, prior to the, to the chaos breaking out um, in protest to the objections of the electoral count. And we're going to play that as well. Um, did you hear that Bruce Bunny chance today? Did you hear Mitch McConnell? I heard, I heard both of them. I was, I was home today, and uh, I heard it all and saw it all. Yeah. And uh, yeah. uh, I mean, it, it, like I said, it's, it, it's an amazing and historic day on, on several levels. But yeah. we saw Mitch McConnell finally do the right thing. Uh, yeah. We saw Joe Biden act presidential and act human in a way that we just we haven't seen a president acting human and presidential in, oh, about four years now. And yeah. uh, uh, and so that was refreshing, too. And if you're playing the Biden speech, at the end of it, when he when he stopped, he was walking out, and I asked him one more question. He turned around, and he just said, enough is enough is enough. And I thought that was like, that was the best thing. That was better than all yeah. the rest of the speech, because he he's human and he was fed up. Yeah. 
I was like, yeah. enough of this shit. And and yeah. uh, uh, and he's not afraid to show that side of him. And when he shows it, we all don't have to cringe, and we all don't have to feel like embarrassed for our nation uh, that we have a a, a, a mensch uh, who's about to become president, right? Uh, especially oh, yeah. after the, the the dumpster fire train wreck shit show uh, um, that we've had for these last four years. Um, yes. Anyway, I, I have to go do my Red Cross thing, so I'm going to bail on you guys. But thank you for letting me uh, speak That's on your program, fun. and I will call in again. Please, it's been a pleasure really, having you, Bruce. Really appreciate you, and be safe. Would you have? I'm sorry, Amanda, what you had to say? No, that's okay, Sweet. I just said that it's been an absolute pleasure having you here, Bruce, and hearing everything you've had to say. Truly respect you and everything that you do, so thank you so much. My pleasure. Yes. Be well, you guys, and thank uh, you too. Uh, I'll thank talk you. with you again. I'm soon. Oh, let's look forward to Thank you, Bruce. Okay, we're going to move Good on night. with our... Good night now. We're going to uh, move on. We've got some other things and other clips we're going to get to. For those of you who missed it, we're going to play, which is something we've never done before, is, is a speech given by... Uh, the Senate Majority uh, Leader, Mitch McConnell. Uh, let's go to that right now, then we'll talk about it. Mr. President. Majority Leader. We're debating a step that has never been taken in American history. Whether Congress should overrule the voters and overturn a presidential election. I've served 36 years in the Senate. This will be the most important vote I've ever cast. President Trump claims the election was stolen. The assertions range from specific local allegations to constitutional arguments to sweeping conspiracy theories. I supported the president's right to use the legal system. Dozens of lawsuits received hearings in courtrooms all across our country. But over and over, the courts rejected these claims, including all-star judges whom the president himself has nominated. Every election, we know features some illegality and irregularity, and of course, that's unacceptable. I support strong state-led voting reforms. Last year's bizarre pandemic procedures must not become the new norm. But my colleagues, nothing before us proves illegality anywhere near the massive scale, the massive scale that would have tipped the entire election. Nor can public doubt alone justify a radical break when the doubt itself was incited without any evidence. The Constitution gives us here in Congress a limited role. We cannot simply declare ourselves a national board of elections on steroids.
the voters, the courts, and the states have all spoken. They've all spoken. If we overrule them, it would damage our republic forever. This election actually was not unusually close. Just in recent history, 1976, 2000, and 2004 were all closer than this one. The electoral card college margin is almost identical to what it was in 2016. This election were overturned by mere allegations from the losing side. Our democracy would enter a death spiral. We'd never see the whole nation accept an election again. Every four years would be a scramble for power at any cost. The Electoral College which most of us on this side have been defending for years, would cease to exist, leaving many of our states with no real say at all in choosing a president. The effects would go even beyond the elections themselves. Self-government, my colleagues, requires a shared commitment to the truth and a shared respect for the ground rules of our system. We cannot keep drifting apart into two separate tribes with a separate set of facts and separate realities, with nothing in common except our hostility towards each other and mistrust for the few national institutions that we all still share. Every time, every time, in the last 30 years that Democrats have lost a presidential race, they've tried a challenge just like this. After 2000, after 2004, after 2016. After 2004, a senator joined and forced the same debate and believe it or not, Democrats like Harry Reid, Dick Durbin, and Hillary Clinton praised, praised them and applauded the stunt. Republicans condemned those baseless efforts back then, and we just spent four years condemning Democrats' shameful attacks on the validity of President Trump's own election. So look, there can be no double standard. The media that is outraged today spent four years aiding and abetting Democrats' attacks on our institutions after they lost. But we must not imitate and escalate what we repudiate. Our duty is to govern for the public good. The United States Senate has a higher calling 
than an endless spiral of partisan vengeance. Congress will either override the voters, overrule them, the voters, the states, and the courts for the first time ever, or honor the people's decision. We'll either guarantee Democrats' delegitimizing efforts after 2016 become a permanent new routine for both sides, or declare that our nation deserves a lot better than this. We'll either hasten down a poisonous path where only the winners of election actually accept the results, or show we can still muster the patriotic courage that our forebears showed, not only in victory, but in defeat. Framers built the Senate to stop short-term passions from boiling over and melting the foundations of our republic. So I believe protecting our constitutional order requires respecting the limits of our own power. It would be unfair and wrong to disenfranchise American voters and overrule the courts and the states on this extraordinarily thin basis. And I will not pretend such a vote would be a harmless protest gesture while relying on others to do the right thing. I will vote to respect the people's decision and defend our system of government as we know it. Senator Mitch McConnell speaking earlier today from the Senate floor regarding his yeah. his thoughts and opinion of the objection being raised by senators and Congress to specific states, as we had talked about on Monday's show, that would happen today during the, um, I guess you'd call ratification of the electoral college votes, which were we talked about also, how could you not, uh, which were, of course, disrupted today. And um, there's a curfew in Washington right now, anybody who is out in Washington, D.C. after 6 o'clock would be arrested. I know there have been several arrests. But anyway, um, so what do you think? What do you think of Mitch McConnell's uh, speech, of this this talk? Guys, let's put it out there. Um, My thing is that... Okay. (laughs) The proof is an old saying. The proof is in the pudding. That's all I can say, Andy. Oh, yeah. 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 Joe Biden, uh, we're waiting for um, uh, Joe Biden to, um, you know, his capital, I guess you want to call his address regarding the capital uh, 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 protest or chaos today. He was going to come out and address the economy uh, today. That was his scheduled talk. And also uh, what we might want to note is that Biden unofficially, this will be announced tomorrow, um, is uh, named or is going to nominate uh, Merrick Garland uh, to be the district, well, I guess what you call the, the attorney general uh, for the next four years mm. of the Biden administration. Now, Merrick Garland, for those of you who don't know, was uh, Barack Obama's pick for the Supreme Court with nine months left of his administration before he 
change hands. And it was Mitch McConnell yeah. who would not bring that nomination to the Senate for for consideration, be, with the conversation being, well, Obama only has nine more months. Um, why don't we let that decision uh, happen with the next administration, let the people be, you know, be more part of that decision, depending on who they might vote for, as to which way the Supreme Court might lean. And of course, we know what happened um, when Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away and, and Joe Biden, uh, with only a couple months left of his administration, came in and nominated uh, his, his Supreme Court justice, which, um, interestingly enough, um, I think he was thinking that his three picks would help him uh, maintain control of the presidency. Little did he know. I'm sure that was up the sleeve. I'll go to the Supreme Court. They'll give this to me. Anyway, uh, let's yeah. take a listen to um, to Biden. Uh, as Bruce, our caller, had said earlier, just just I'm not going to think about it. It, it, it needs no introduction. Here's uh, President-elect Joe Biden. I'm sorry. Not just an inconvenience, but I'm sorry for the reason we've delayed. I've delayed coming out to speak to you. I initially was going to talk about the economy, but all of you, all of you have been watching what I've been watching. At this hour, our democracy is under an unprecedented assault unlike anything we've seen in modern times. An assault on the Citadel of Liberty, the Capitol itself. An assault on the people's representatives and the Capitol Hill police sworn to protect them and the public servants who work at the heart of our republic. An assault on the rule of law like few times we've ever seen it. An assault on the most sacred of American undertakings, the doing of the people's business. Let me be very clear. The scenes of chaos at the Capitol do not reflect a true America, do not represent who we are. What we're seeing are a small number of extremists dedicated to lawlessness. This is not dissent. It's disorder. It's chaos. It borders on sedition. And it must end now. I call on this mob to pull back and allow the work of democracy to go forward. You've heard me say before in different contexts, the words of a president matter, no matter how good or bad that president is. At their best, the words of a president can inspire. At their worst, they can incite. Therefore, I call on President Trump to go on national television now to fulfill his oath and defend the Constitution and demand an end to this siege, to storm the Capitol, to smash windows, to occupy offices, the floor of the United States Senate rummaging through desks, 
on the Capitol, on the House of Representatives, threatening the safety of duly elected officials. It's not protest. It's insurrection. The world's watching. Like so many other Americans, I am genuinely shocked and saddened that our nation, so long the beacon of light and hope for democracy, has come to such a dark moment. Through war and strife, America's endured much. And we will endure here and we will prevail again and will prevail now. The work of the moment and the work of the next four years must be the restoration of democracy, of decency, honor, respect, the rule of law, just plain, simple decency, the renewal of the politics. It's about solving problems, looking out for one another, not stoking the flames of hate and chaos. As I said, America is about honor, decency, respect, tolerance. That's who we are. That's who we've always been. The certification of the Electoral College vote is supposed to be a sacred ritual, which we affirm purpose is to affirm the majesty of American democracy. But today's reminder, a painful one, that democracy is fragile, and to preserve it requires people of goodwill, leaders of the courage to stand up, who are devoted not to the pursuit of power, but or the personal interest pursuits of their own selfish interest at any cost, but of the common good. Think what our children watching television is thinking. Think what the rest of the world is looking at. For nearly two and a half centuries, we, the people, in search of a more perfect union, have kept our eyes on that common good. America is so much better than what we've seen today. Watching the scenes from the Capitol, I was reminded as I prepared other speeches in the past, I was reminded of the words of Abraham Lincoln in his annual message to Congress, whose work has today been interrupted by chaos. Here's what Lincoln said. He said, we shall nobly save or merely lose the last best hope on earth. Went on to say, the way is plain, peaceful, generous, just. A way which, if followed, the world will forever applaud and God must forever bless. The way is plain here, too. That's who we are. It's the way of democracy, of respect, of decency, of honor, and commitment as patriots to this nation. Notwithstanding what I saw today and we're seeing today, I remain optimistic about the incredible opportunities. There has never been anything we can't do when we do it together. And this God-awful display today 
bringing home to every Republican and Democrat and Independent in the nation that we must step up. This is the United States of America. There's never, ever, 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 ever been a thing we've tried to do that we've done it together. We've not been able to do it. So, President Trump, step up. May God bless America. May God protect our troops and all those folks at the Capitol and trying to preserve order. Thank you, and I'm sorry to have kept you waiting.
the John Ossoff and Warwick both won in Georgia, which is going to give the deciding senatorial um, a vote to Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. And that means mm-hmm. that, uh, that it also means that uh, uh, Mitch McConnell will no longer be able to block uh, Biden's nomination mm. uh, from uh, nominations. And, and also it means all the committee heads and every committee will be a, a Democrat. Um, and, and, you know, not, not that that's just, oh, that's great or that's bad because we got to keep things you know, neutral here and talk about various aspects of the news and politics and the things we talk about from a purely objective but factual basis. Um, but as opposed to what we've been through for the last four years, I must say that uh, I think some really you know, much better times are ahead for this country, especially after yeah, you know that I mean, in the last four years, it seems like facts have been hard to come by. Yeah, except on this yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a fact. <laughs> you know, I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. <laughs> well, I certainly hope not. <laughs> you know, you're egging me on with those voices. I love those voices. It's all oh, they're so funny. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, he'll tell you. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. <laughs> well, Unbelievable. The man just gave me a compliment, and you put that on. <laughs> you know, they should have been on the Andy and Amanda yet. show. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. I They should have blasted that out of, of the Capitol building today when the, that was all going on, you know? It's like that oh would have been – I don't know. It's just, uh, I mean, what would we call what happened? Like, uh, what's the word that they use um, on the football field to um, confuse others, confuse other players or the opposite team? Scribbage or scrab- scrimmage? Yeah, that's uh, it. That's Listen, it. this is the way it is. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> I was going to well, call it Scrabble. Donald Trump may be the greatest of all time, greatest of all time. <laughs> Yeah, yes. scribbage yeah, might be a good tactic for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he doesn't say it himself, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Steve, we've oh been we've been talking about um, your addition, uh, which is going to complement our show with your with Steve's music mix, which we're going to um, actually was scheduled to start Friday, but you sent me a, a fabulous. Um, clip today, a Jordanian clip, the whole segment actually trying to clip the segment. And I think what we'll do is play it today and Friday to start this week with a double dose of Steve DeJoto's song picked with Indie Artist. And um, since we have you live, and we talked about it by the way, promoting this, promoting your music and what you're doing, what you're going to be adding to our show, at least every Friday for now, and hopefully more often than that as we move ahead. Um, yes. Would, yes. Would you care not I, I took a Brief listen to the first artist, which is somebody who I know very well back in Philadelphia, Phyllis Chappelle. Um, yes, also I know way back. We've been with for quite a long time. Um, and um, so, uh, but if you want to, uh, because. I actually uh, like women much more than I like men. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I, if I pick two women songwriters, so I guess I could say the same. 
but we're going to play. We're going to play. Uh, maybe we'll just jump right into it, Steve, and play your singing. Yeah, uh, feel free, man. Now. My pleasure. Uh, and, um, you know, I think um, we'll start with this one. Doggy style for sure. No, wait, no, wrong one, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I'm sorry, Steve. Hey, Steve, I like this song already. Hey, Steve's like, that's a hit. Well, bless us, everyone. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Steve, that was a hit. <laughs> was it a hit? Yeah. Can you Here we go, folks. These are Steve's soft picks for today's show on, on our January 6th show, Steve and Joseph. So we'll just go ahead and, and, uh, and turn it over to Steve and Joseph right now. Good evening, I'm Stephen D. Joseph, right here on The Andy and Amanda Show. Welcome to my segment called Stephen's Song Picks. This is where you will hear the best music you've never heard. I'm here to change all that, to bring you hand-picked, top-quality songwriters from all over the U.S., right here on The Andy and Amanda Show. First up, we have from Philadelphia, Miss Phyllis Chappelle. Phyllis is an amazing singer of jazz and world music, a guitarist, a performer. Here she is performing her song, Vulnerability. There go your Like being a child 
Phyllis Chappelle singing her song Vulnerability. You can find Phyllis on Facebook. Phyllis Chappelle. Chappelle spelled C-H-A-P-E-L-L. Up next, a very fascinating songwriter, maybe a bit reminiscent of October Project's Mary Fall. This is Sharon Bosquet singing her song We All Fall Down. Lovely into its knots 
That was Sharon Busquet singing her song, We All Fall Down. You can find Sharon on Facebook, spelling her name Sharon, last name B-O-U-S-Q-U-E-T. You're listening to Stephen's Song Picks, where we feature the best music you've never heard. Until next week, always look for the silver lining. Amazing job, absolutely amazing. Yeah, really, uh, really. I was, I was quite impressed, quite impressed. We're gonna re- uh, do a rerun of this clip if you missed it. We're gonna play it again on Friday, and then we'll be uh, featuring Steve's song picks, his indie artist song picks, uh, every Friday um, thereafter. So uh, I look forward to that. And uh, thank you, for joining us. Um, we're about to wrap uh, today's show. So much going on. There's more news to talk about. More things we need to dive into and explore. And I think what we'll do is pick it up on Friday's show because we only have another minute or so left today, and I don't want to get to something and go over like we usually do. So um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in on today's show. Uh, what, boy, I'll say what an exciting day today is. Um, I know I want to get back into just go with the. Uh, uh, certification of the electoral college votes and see where we stand. And we'll talk about that Friday. We'll talk about more of that the chaos. We'll talk about what the ramifications might or might not be regarding Donald Trump and himself being involved in promoting this thing. Is there any questions? Is he going to be held accountable for this in any way? We don't know. These are things we're going to explore here on the Andy and Amanda show. Our number for future references five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. I'm sorry, we do have a couple of two new callers to get in. I can't get. Oh, I'm sorry, guys, we're winding up the show. Please call us on Friday. We'll get to you, I promise. In the meantime, on behalf of Amanda Lowe, on behalf of Cornell Bunker, my name is Andy Kimball. This is the Coast to Coast Show, the Andy and Amanda Show. Amanda, take us home. Uh, take care, everyone. Be safe. Keep smiling and try to keep your head above all the chaos out there. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> You know, there's, there's not a whole lot more to say, but, you know, other than uh, we'll see you. Take care, folks. See you Friday. Bye-bye. Take Bye. care.